All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is May 11th, 2023 and week 223. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, you know how we like to do things. Welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, it says strange God, strange people. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it. And not only that, but learn how to apply the things being taught to our daily lives. So Minister of the Hour, Minister Tony Banks, go ahead and take it away. Thank you very much, Melvin. Um, let us go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us, Lord. We thank you for how you washed over us, how you kept us, Lord, how you woke us up on this morning, Lord. We thank you for uh, the rain, the sleet, the snow, Lord, everything that you do, uh, even the storms, Lord, even though we might not enjoy them, Lord, but we understand that all things work together for our good, for our benefit in some form or fashion. So, Lord, we praise you. We thank you, Lord. But we're asking that your hand would continue to be upon our lives, Lord, that you would continue to give us a mind to be saved, Lord, that you would uh, help us to encourage one another, Lord, that you would uh, help us to let our light shine so that somebody can see you in us, so that someone can desire to be saved, Lord, because they're looking at how we're living and the joy that we're uh, living our lives with, the fun that we're having, the excitement. Uh, just for us being followers and servants, your children, Lord, uh, help us just to show who you are to the world. So, Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight that your word will go forth or that we would all decrease and only you would increase. Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, that we will continually remember that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your terrific name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. We do apologize for being late. Um, just running running behind. Do apologize for that. Nonetheless, God bless that we are here. Uh, and so we're going to get into some things tonight. Uh, strange God, strange people. Um, my mind... Uh, we're going to read a scripture. Go ahead and read that scripture for us, Melvin. Isaiah 28 and verse 21. I want to read that first. For the Lord shall rise up as in Mount Perizim. He shall be wroth as in the valley of Gibeon, that he may do his work, his strange work, and bring to pass his act, his strange act. Now we're dealing with a strange God. It says God is going to bring to pass his strange work. And he's going to perform a strange act. You know, I was thinking about people being strange, you know, being strange. You consider someone strange when they're doing some out of the ordinary thing, some things that you might not be doing. And so because we don't do a certain thing a certain way, we say they're strange. I've heard people talk about how uh, <laughs> I've heard people talk about how they uh, make cereal, uh, how they how they prepare a bowl of cereal and 
a lot of people you talk to, they say they put the cereal in the bowl first and then they add the milk. Uh, and so those people would declare the other group who puts the milk in the bowl first and then the cereal, they would declare the other person strange. We feel certain things are strange because it's not the way that we see them. It's not the way that we prefer to do them. Uh, well, I won't, I won't call any names. Uh, but if you do know, uh, if you know, you know. But uh, sometimes we, we have people who they don't like their food to touch. Certain things on their plate just cannot touch. And so somebody else will look at that and say, wow, that's strange. We consider things that are strange something that we might not do. Some we, we look at the majority or the bulk of people and we say, well, if the majority of people aren't doing this, then you're strange. I remember growing up in high school and everyone, of course, wore the same style of shoes, wore the same style of clothing. Look, you had to wear Nikes, you had to wear Jordans, you had to wear uh, uh, Jabos, you had to wear Levi's, you had to wear Dickies, all these name brand, these certain things. A certain style now, things have changed. I know people are wearing uh, some different things now. But if you did not wear those certain clothing, those certain shoes or whatever, you were looked at as strange. You're a weirdo. You're a lame. You're an L7. We came up with all types of names. People came up with all types of names to consider you as being strange. And so we find God here. We find God. And he performed some work. He did a job. He did a task. And the Bible declares that it was strange work. He performed an act. And the Bible declares it was and strange, a strange act. And so that's where he came up with strange God. And strange people. See, we serve a strange God. He's out of the ordinary. He, he's, he's not ordinary. He's extraordinary. He, he's extraordinary. He's outside of the norm. He's a God who can perform anything and do anything to us. We'll look at it as strange. Sometimes you see a car accident. Car is completely totaled. Car is smashed to pieces. It's crumbled up like a tin can, or excuse me, a, a, a pop can, soda can, a can of Coke. It, it's completely crumbled. But you know what? Somebody's life will be spared. Strange work. See God doing strange things. We looking at it. We're wondering how did this take place? How did they not die? People come through so many injuries, through so many sicknesses. Melvin gave his testimony some weeks ago about uh, him, him even being concerned about his wife's safety. But God performed a strange work. See, God will do some strange things in our eyes. We'll be amazed. We'll be so grateful and thankful after we see the miracles, the strange things that God does. See, we're serving a strange God. And so because we're, my God, because we're serving a strange God, he's looking for a strange people. He's looking for people outside of the norm. See, we love to fit in. That's the reason I would go and buy the same clothes that everybody else had. Because I wanted to fit in. 
But I then had to start learning about a God who stands out. He sticks out. And since he's doing that, he wants us to do the same thing. So that's what we're going to deal with tonight. A strange God and strange people. Now, I know we've run across many people in life that we feel, man, that guy's kind of strange. That, that, that person right there, she's strange. Those kids are strange. But now, the way that I'm saying we ought to be strange, God is going to tell us. So now, it's okay if somebody doesn't like their food to touch and you say that's strange. Look, that's totally fine. That's not what God's concerned with. He, he does not care if you put your milk in your bowl first. I know people call you strange for it. He doesn't care if you put ketchup on your bologna sandwich. Somebody might call you strange. But God is totally fine with that. He's wondering, will you perform the strange acts that he told you? Will you perform the strange works that he told you to perform? And so this is what God did. Now, to give you a little uh, background information on what he's specifically referring to in this verse, in verse 21, um, God did some peculiar things down in Gibeon. See, we, we as, as the people of God, we have to stop limiting God. See, I, I listened to my pastor talk last night. Jesus mentioned to so many people, he told them, look, according to your faith, hallelujah, you can be healed. See, to somebody, they're going to think it's strange for God to heal a fracture, for God to heal uh, a cavity, for God to heal so many things that we require surgery for. To somebody, they say, oh, God can't do that. He can't restore a liver or a kidney. He can't restore these things. Certain things he just cannot bring you back from. But we're serving a strange God. He'll do some spectacular things if you have the faith to believe in it. If you have the patience to hold on. Sometimes we don't want to hold on for our strange God. We say, that's, that's strange. Why would I wait? Why would I be patient? Nothing's going to happen. So somebody finds it strange. But this is the type of God that we serve. But to give you some backstory on what's happening in, in verse 21, God did some things at Gibeon in the book of Joshua, chapter 10. Um, we might go there. We might not. But God, you know what? Well, let's go there. And hopefully we'll get back over here because our God does some strange things. We know the scripture told us in the book of Corinthians that he has chosen the foolish things, strange things of this world to confuse other people. He's chosen some foolish things. We're, we're going to run over to the book of uh, Joshua chapter 10. Let's pick it up at verse 8, Melvin, because I, I want to show you guys some of the strange things that God did that he was referring to in this verse. Joshua chapter 10 and at verse 8. 
And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. If God be for us, who can be against us? The, the children of Israel have found themselves being attacked by their enemy. God knows we continually find ourselves being attacked by someone. So many things attack us. So many people, people you don't know, they're trying to kill you. People you don't know trying to steal from you. I seen a few weeks ago, uh, somebody was running this uh, uh, credit card or debit card scam. Way, I think they were using the card here in Mississippi. And I believe the person was from, um, I forgot, the, it's somewhere very far up north. Can't even remember exactly where it was. People are continually coming against us. But God was looking out for somebody. Those people were caught because God had it in his will to look out for someone. So the children of Israel found themselves being attacked. God said, don't worry. Look, you guys are a strange people and you've got a strange God. I'm going to perform some things today that has never been seen. This is the type of God that we serve. We cannot continue thinking God is in a box. He can only do certain things. God wants to increase our faith this year. He wants our faith to be increased. There's a reason Jesus continually said, oh, ye of little faith. He's trying to tell somebody, you've got to mature. You've got to cultivate your faith. You have to grow. You cannot stay where you are. God wants to do some strange things. Somebody's going to look at you and say, who are you supposed to be? Isn't that what they say? Look at how much people have talked about us. Look at how, look at the things we've tried to do. Look, people will talk about you for no reason. They say, oh, their face looks strange. They look funny. Something looks wrong with them. Look at how they walk. Look at how they, something about you, people have called strange. It can be your normal face. They call you strange. Look at how the enemy continues to attack us. But God, the Bible declares that God did some strange works, performed some strange acts. And he has a strange people. God is going to do some things for you. So we must take the criticism, take all the, 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 the negative talk that people give towards us and realize we've got a strange God too. And he's going to continue to be for us as long as we continue to be for him. So they're being attacked now. Drop down to verse. 10. And the Lord discomfited them before Israel and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the way that goeth up to Beth Horon and smote them to Azekah and unto Makeda. God. God now. You, you know what? I skipped something. Never, no, never mind. We're good. God began to intervene. See, I've seen this happen. My God, I, I, I wish we could see the strange things that God does. You know, I witnessed one time someone 
I witnessed a person get saved. They're working on their salvation. I've witnessed this now. People, I've witnessed people receive the Holy Ghost, trying to live right, trying to do what God says. And I've witnessed other people attack them. Physically try to attack them. And I remember, um, I remember the day it happened. I was so upset because I'm looking at this person. This is a strange person. This is a child of God. This is no ordinary person. Now, this is not the, the, the child of the devil. You cannot treat God's child any kind of way. Look, if you have a child, you might see somebody else's kid get bullied. You don't want to see nobody else's kid get bullied. But when it happens to your child, look, it's different. There's a different feeling that you have when it happens to your own. See, somebody can talk about somebody else's mom all day. But when they say your mama, you say, no, no, your mama. You, you, don't, you, you feel connected at that point. At this point now, you're alarmed. Now you're, 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 you're bothered. You're troubled because it's someone close to you. So now this is how I felt. When I witnessed someone, a child of God, a newborn babe in Christ being attacked. And so I found myself wanting to attack back. But I thank God that he stopped me before I did anything because I was upset. But God stopped me. And you know what? It was not the, the person threw something at. Uh, they, they threw something at the other person. And they didn't even make contact. But the thought of it, the thought of them throwing something at this, uh, at this, what seemed to me as this helpless person, bullying this helpless person. I, I didn't like that thought at all. But God stopped me. And I thank God he did, because had he not, I would not have seen what took place next. See, our strange God, strange God, the same arm that this person used to throw something at the child of God, that same arm, that arm got sick. They developed some type of illness in that same arm. See, I'm watching as God do it. I'm watching as this person has to go to the doctor. Time and time again, how they have to have some type of surgery taking place. See, we're serving a strange God. He says, no, I don't want you to fight back. Somebody looks at you and say, man, you didn't fight back. You're weak, huh? They say, oh, you're strange. My God, I feel my help coming on. They say you're strange. But I watched as a strange God. He said, no, vengeance is mine. God repaid that person. God did that. And so if we're willing to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, our strange God will do some strange things, some miraculous things, some things that we did not expect to take place. I was not expecting God to do that. But I thank God I didn't intervene. Because a strange God would have had to <laughs> allow something strange to happen to me. And so this is the God that we serve. No matter what situation you find yourself in, we must remember 
We've got a God who will perform some strange acts and some strange works. But he's looking for us to do what he says. So Joshua now, he finds himself as well as the rest of the children of Israel. They find themselves being attacked by someone else who is not a child of God. They have not wronged any of these people. And yet they're under attack. Happens to us all the time. But God tells Joshua, he said, look, there's no one. No one will be able to stand against you. No one will be able to do anything toward you if God doesn't allow. But now I want you to see the strange things that God began to do. So now let's let's pick it up. Let's pick it up at verse 11. And it came to pass as they fled from before Israel and were in the going down to Beth Horon that the Lord. Hold on there for me, if you will. God discomfited, discomfited them. God began to put a whooping on these other people. This is a strange God now. He's coming to his people's rescue. He caused the people to start fleeing and running away from the children of Israel. But look at what God did. Read this next part for us, Melvin. But the Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon them unto Azekah, and they died. Strange God. Mm-hmm. They were more which died with hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. They're in the midst of a battle. The children of Israel are winning. So <laughs> the enemy starts to flee, and the strange God steps in. He starts casting down. Hell, my God. See, this is a strange God we're dealing with. This is what he referenced over in the book of Isaiah. This is in Gibeon. This is where we are. God did some strange things, didn't they? He started casting down hell. It's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of a living God, an angry God, a strange God. God started casting down hell. Now, we've seen hell. We've seen it fall. But he has a target. He's killing these people with the head, all because of what they were doing. This is the type of God that we're serving now. But the strange things did not stop here. Pick us up in verse 12. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon. We're in Gibeon. Mm-hmm. And thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. Look at what the servant of the Lord commanded. He told the son to stand still. He told the moon, don't move. He commanded the earth. See, science, we know that the earth is revolving around the sun. We know about the earth rotating on its axis and, and, and making so many revolutions, spinning around. We know all these things. 
But God caused the sun and the moon and the earth. Didn't tell us the earth. But I know the earth did not move because we know that the earth is really what's moving around the sun. Read on for us, Mel. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Mm-hmm. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. A whole day. The sun was still shining. It was daylight the entire day, all because of God, because of what Joshua prayed, because these were the people of God, because these were God's strange people. See. We've got to realize God gave them a lot of laws back then, just as he's given us a lot of laws today. He told them to put a difference between holy and unholy, clean and unclean. The things that God commanded them to do caused somebody out there to say, these people are strange. These people are weird. They're talking about they don't eat this. They're talking about they don't do that. They're going to this holy thing. They're talking about this God of Israel. They're talking about all these foolish things. These people are strange. These folks are crazy. I can't even stand to be around these people because they're crazy. They're around here killing animals, sacrificing them, talking about needing a blood sacrifice, killing turtles. These people kill more animals. Somebody said these people are strange. But what they didn't realize was they served a strange God. They served a strange God. So the earth stood still. Sun didn't move. Moon didn't move. Stayed sunlight a whole day. All because of what he prayed now. Read for us, Mel. And there was no day like that before it or after it, that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. God did this. He said there was no day like this before or after. God listened to him and stopped the earth from moving, stopped the sun, stopped the moon, stopped everything. God did this. This is the strange God we're serving. We found in the very, uh, uh, back in Noah's day, there had been no rain whatsoever. The strange God told Noah to build an ark. People thought he was crazy. He preached all of those years and not one person outside of his immediate family Decided to go on the ark. That tells me somebody thought that man was strange. They said, who is that over there building? What's he building? An ark? Why is he doing that? Oh, he said it's going to rain. He said water is going to fall from the sky. That's an old crazy guy. He's crazy. (laughs) He's strange. But they did not think he was strange the day that the water started falling. 
They didn't think he was strange then. All of a sudden, he seemed to be the wisest man there, the smartest person there. God has did so many strange things. People oftentimes say, when they find out things that God tells us not to do, they say, oh, I don't believe God is going to stop somebody from going to heaven if they do this or if they did that. Because they feel strange, you better, you, we must go and find out what the strange God wants. We better go and find out because some of those same very things will seem, will seem strange. But that's exactly what God is asking for. You know, even on today, I ran into some preachers. Um, and uh, one of them noticed uh, a tattoo on a person's wrist and they began to ask questions about it. They said, oh man, that's cool. And that alarmed me because the strange God that I serve, he told us, don't put any cuttings in your flesh. Now, if a person has a tattoo I understand we've all made mistakes. I've did many mistakes. I've made many mistakes. So I'm not trying to condemn someone. I'm just bringing the awareness that it's wrong. So don't go and do it again. Don't continue doing wrong. I understand somebody might already have some. That's okay. We've all made mistakes. But for a preacher to come out and say, oh man, that's so cool. I like that. For a preacher to come out and say that, it alarmed me because somebody's following these people. Somebody's looking up to these people. And so when I brought it out and I started saying, hold on, in the book of Leviticus, I believe it's chapter 19, if I'm not mistaken. I know it's in the book of Leviticus, but in the scripture, wherever it may be in the scripture, God tells us not to do that. And so to somebody, they say, oh, man, that's strange. Why would you not want somebody to do that? It's not hurting anybody. It doesn't bother anybody. Well, that's just what the strange God asks us to do. That's just what the strange God asks us to do. And so if you want to be the people of God, you've got to be a strange people. You've got to believe some things that somebody else out there is going to say, oh, you're weird. I don't understand it because it's not bothering anybody. It bothers a strange God. That's who is bothering. So we found him do some peculiar things this day. All for There's nothing God will not do for his people. All for his people. He told the sun and the moon to stand still for a whole day. Hadn't seen anything like it before then. Hadn't seen anything since. Strange God. For his people, God saved them in the days of Noah. Entire world flooded. You know, so many people look at it and say, God won't hurt the babies. He won't hurt the elderly. He won't hurt the children. You find eight souls were saved. Strange amount. Only eight souls saved. See, we're serving a strange God. And at some point, we must wake up and accept 
that God is going to do some peculiar things, some bizarre things. We've got to wake up and start following what he said to follow. We go back to the children of Israel leaving Egypt. We find that God parted the Red Sea. Water stood up on both sides. God doing so many strange things for his people. And in all of these instances, he saved his people because that same water that he parted on both sides to save his people, that same water came crashing down and killed their enemies. See, this is a strange God we're dealing with. We've seen um, illnesses take place, COVID, as well as many other illnesses. Uh, I think I even seen something recently. I can't quite remember. It might have been Milwaukee or somewhere up north uh, where children were being affected. Children, children in schools dying. They can't figure out why. Just children are dying. We don't know what strange things God is doing. But the one thing we do know, we must follow exactly what God told us to do. We'll be okay. He will protect us if we follow his strange commandments. I want to go and read. I want to go and read that. Uh, run over Run over, Melvin. I might not have put it down. I probably won't be able to find it right now because I've looked at so many scriptures. But let's just go back to where we are. I'm about to run out of time here anyways. Let's just go back to where we were. In the book of Isaiah chapter 28, And let's go up somewhere around verse 11. Well, with stammering lips. Go up another verse. Verse 10. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept. One more time. Let's go up to (laughs) 9. All right. Whom shall he teach knowledge? is God going to teach things to? The strange God. See, it's going to take us a a, a strange people for him to teach us. See, sometimes when people want to teach something, people on the other side who are listening, they determine if they want to hear it or not. Sometimes people shut up their ears. They say, man, I'm not listening to it. This is crazy. It takes a strange people to listen to the knowledge that God wants to teach. It says, whom shall he teach? Knowledge. Read for us, man. And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? God has a strange teaching. He's got a strange doctrine. You've got to be just crazy enough to believe it. People are crazy enough to believe that there is no God. We're crazy enough to believe that people came from monkeys and and, and all this other stuff. We're believing a lot of strange things. Why not believe in a strange God? Read for us, man. Them that are weaned from from the milk and drawn from the breasts. 
He said, the only people who are truly going to know this, the people that grow up in this, the people who mature, the people who move beyond the middle and finally get to the meat, people who grow in, in their faith. He said, those are the people who he's going to teach this to. Read for us, man. For precept must be upon precept. Mm-hmm. Precept upon precept. Line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. Mm -hmm. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people, to this people. God is going to use some strange things to communicate to his people. He's going to use speaking in tongues. He's going to use the Holy Ghost. Stammering lips. You know, I talked to somebody about receiving the Holy Ghost one time. I said, man... You mean to tell me I got to speak gibberish? To them, it sounded strange. It sounded strange. For with stammering lips and another tongue, see, God wants to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. And he's going to use another tongue to do it. But you know what? Somebody's not going to listen all because they think it's strange. Read for us, Melvin. To whom he said, this is the rest, wherewith he may cause the weary to rest. Mm -hmm. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. Yet, somebody won't hear it. Somebody's going to say, now that's just strange. Isn't that what happened in Acts chapter 2? That's what happened. The people were wondering what was going on as the disciples spoke in tongues. Somebody said, these people are drunk. They're full of new wine. Somebody said, man, these people are crazy. They're strange. We serve a strange God, and he's going to do some strange things. He's going to do strange things. But somebody has to have enough faith to believe in God, to do these things. See, Jesus, when he came to Lazarus' grave, to his tomb, it was after four days. After four days. He told them to roll away the stone. Somebody said, hold on, this is strange. This is weird. Why would we roll away the stone? Look, he's been dead four days by now. My God, he stinks. We can smell them already out here. He is, it reeks in there. Somebody said, this is strange. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. My God. He, he, he ain't doing some strange things, some miraculous things. If we can just have the faith to believe him. I remember Jesus went in the house. I believe there was a young girl, if I, if I remember correctly. She had died, and he went in to bring her back. But he had to put some people out because there was so much unbelief. He tried to tell them, but she's sleeping. She, she's going to wake up. Somebody thought that was strange. Somebody thought he was crazy. We're serving a strange God who's doing miraculous things all around us, if we can just have the faith 
to believe him. All things are possible through Christ. But it takes us to follow his commandments. It takes us to live the life that he chose. I want to go and get one more scripture. My time is pretty much out. Exodus chapter 19 and verse 4. I actually think this is the scripture that I was trying to get. God works in a mysterious way. People say that. It's a true saying. Because he's a strange God. So again, that's Exodus chapter 19 and verse 4. Read a few verses here and we'll, we'll get out of here tonight. You have seen what I did unto the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. Look at the strange God. I was just talking to my wife the other day. God has did some strange things. God took bees and ran a whole population off with bees. See, God does some strange things. He'll do the same thing. My God, God took the children of Israel 40 years. And the Bible said their clothes didn't get old. Their shoes didn't get old. In one place he said the clothes, and the other place he said their shoes didn't even get old. 40 years, God doing some strange things. See, they must start believing God for something. We're having so many doubts about the smallest thing, but God will do some strange things for you. He'll do strange things for you if you can believe him. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? He can keep your clothes from getting old. Look, I, I, look, I need God to keep my shoes from getting old. Seem like every time I buy a pair, holes start getting in them. Clothes start getting holes in them. Hands start getting too short. Somebody say, oh, man, you're flooded. Yeah, you, you're looking strange. That's why I need the strange God to keep my clothes. I need God to keep whatever I have. I need him to keep my car. I need him to keep all the things that I have. I need him to keep my marriage. I need him to keep my family. I need God to keep my eyesight, to keep my mouth, to be able to speak, to keep my ears for me to listen, to keep my mind for me to be humble. We need the strange God to do some strange things for us. You know, so many times we start talking about serving God and people say, I just can't do that. I don't know how you can live life and, and, and go to the club or I don't know how you can live life and, and, and go to the party or go get drunk or go do this or, or have to go cheat or, and sleep. Or, it's because of a strange God. He can cause you to do strange things. Something that somebody else said, I can't live without it. People wonder, how, how is it that you don't have to have a drug addiction, a nicotine addiction, addiction to cigarettes, an addiction to this type of drug or that thing? It's a strange God. If you would just trust in him, he can help you. But to somebody, it's going to sound strange. But he's looking for a strange people. Read for us, man. Now, therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto the above all people, unto me above all people. My God. He said, You'll be a strange people to me. You'll be a peculiar people. 
You'll be a people set apart above everyone else. He told us he, we would be the head and not the tail. If we would keep his commandments, his strange commandments, his weird commandments, the commandments that we're saying, I don't see why I need to do that. That does not make any sense. It's strange to you. Until you get in tune with God, until you get in the place where you can understand God and he makes you to understand. See, God has to make you to understand. Whom shall he teach knowledge? Whom shall he make to understand this? If you've got to move beyond the milk, you've got to move beyond the basic things. You've got to get deeper with God. And then you'll finally understand it. And then finally, you'll say, it's not strange. It's not even actually strange. That's just how somebody views it. So God bless you guys. He's looking for peculiar people. He's looking for people set apart for himself. A people who will be strange just for him. God bless you guys. At this time, I'll turn it back into the hands of Melvin. Thank you, uh, Minister Tony. Uh, good message. As always, uh, we do have a few comments. Um, I see Kiara is tagging people. Um, so thank you for helping spread the word. Um, David says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope you're having a blessed day in the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me another day. And that's so true because so many people go to sleep for the last time. They don't know. We made the wake up list. And um, I know I'm definitely grateful for that. Sister uh, Cynthia says, praise the Lord. Uh, David also says we are called to be different. We are in this world, but not of this world. A people set apart. Tony, I believe you just said that. So um, that's true. Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord. It is a good topic. Strange God, strange people. Um, David also says we are a chosen generation. He said, come out from among them and be ye a separate people. Um, Clint says, amen. And Casey also says, amen. Preach my brother. So thank you guys so much for the interaction and so much for the comments. Uh, we would also like to ask if you share the video um, also to Help spread the word because this is important. Um, Tony mentioned one thing earlier. Also, if you have questions, um, please drop them in the comments. Uh, we'd love to answer. Or if you have more comments, we would love those as well. Um, but Tony mentioned um, a verse, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, where it said God chose the foolish things of the world or the strange things to confound or confuse the wise and um, I remember a Bible study we did a while back called the foolishness of preaching, because when you set out to do the true will of God, it's going to sound foolish to a lot of people. And Tony said two things that I was going to bring up about one, one being about the flood and the other being about um, God using the rod of Moses to separate the water, the Red Sea so that the children of Israel can get through it. So we look at that as strange, but it's normal to God. And also he has a lot of strange laws, we would say, and just thinking, just looking at baptism and getting the Holy Ghost with evidence for speaking in tongues, if you just look at that from a natural standpoint, it's gonna sound foolish because from the natural eye, it just looks like we're getting into a tub. We're getting into some water. 
or we just sing um, hallelujah, hallelujah a lot of times until our, we, we get tongue twisted. Somebody say, oh, my tongue just is twisted. What does that have to do with something called the Holy Ghost? You know, but we have to have the faith in God, the trust in him to believe these things, because one day we will seem just as Noah did. We were foolish now. Oh, but when the rain starts coming, when it starts thundering, when it starts lightning, oh, we, we now the tables have turned. Somebody say, oh, how the tables have turned. We'll seem like the smart ones, you know, because um, in, in multiple places in the New Testament it says, and as the days of Noah were, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. People are going to be caught up in their activities, caught up in the riches and in the treasures of the world. And it's going to start thundering. It's going to start lightning. And by that time, the doors of the church will be closed. So we need to get our acts together. I say that at the beginning of every live stream. Thank the Lord for another chance to get our acts together. Because one day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. So might as well do it now while we still have a chance to get right with God rather than doing it when it's too late. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in. As my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy. And again, counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. If the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So again, until next time, you guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Music